When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, it's me, WWE Hall of Famer from the LOD, Road Warrior Animal. And who do you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta do this when? Now? I'm watching a match. What is now? Now is, oh, now. Yeah. Thanks. Hey, this is the Pharaoh. From Monty and the Pharaoh, I just want to say thank you to our subscribers as we now have hit the 10,000 plateau. Thank you to all our subscribers out there. But I'm going to ask our subscribers to take the next step for us and become a full-fledged YouTube Monty and the Pharaoh member. Yes, that's right, folks. You can check it out. We've got three different levels. Uh, there's free shirts. There's free autographs. There's all sorts of perks for our members. There is nothing more we enjoy than giving you this program. And to do that, we need your support and we appreciate your support. This is Jimmy Farrow, and don't forget to check out Monty and the Farrow every Thursday from Indie Music TV and on Cablevision here locally in New York. 
Long Island's number one pro wrestling broadcast, Monty and the Pharaoh. Later. Is that good enough for you? Can I finish this? Lesnar's killing him. I'm pissed. All right, welcome back to Long Island's number one pro wrestling broadcast, Monty and the Pharaoh, seen only here out of Indie Music TV, out of Ron Conkama, Long Island, at the board, Matty Ice. Matty, how are you, buddy? I am doing great. Things I... are good. We just found out that, uh, Matty, you're becoming a full-time employee for Indie Music TV. Is that correct, sir? Yeah. Soon it's in the works, and I am super excited. That is great. So how does it feel being a graduate of Hofst- Hofstra, right? Yep. And now you're officially in the biz. Good stuff, right? I mean, you know, COVID gave me quite a scare there, you know, with uh, no one hiring and everything. And uh, been working here actually near the start of COVID and things have progressed. It's the luck of Monty and the star of the show to the right is Mr. Jimmy Farrow. Jimmy, how are you? He took my luck. I want it back. (laughs) You took my luck. I want it back. What do you mean? You're lucky. He's you're, got you're good, like he's got good luck, and I got gas. So if I was, and I don't mean for my car. <laughs> if, How you doing, folks? Let me let me ask you this. What? If what? I was to compare you to don't, something, don't to, to you, something. Would you be? Okay. Remember the Brady Bunch where they find that little taboo thing on the, <laughs> on the beach of Hawaii? Yeah. Is that you? Yeah, I'm the anti Midas. Yeah. <laughs> Everything I touch does not turn to gold. Yes. 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 By the way, uh, Wisteria Hall official <laughs> no. just puts in, you might as well talk about it now. What happened? Zach Wilson has been drafted by the New York Jets. There we go. Matty, you got that Football fans there, out there, guy? not everybody's a Jet fan, but. Well, this uh, is the hey. New York market, first of all. All right, go the ahead. The NFL draft is big time, and I'm sure our wrestling fans are also sports fans. A lot of them, I maybe not all of them, gotcha. but, but I would think a good percentage are. Okay. And uh, go ahead, Mike. Tell me how this quarterback's going to mean nothing to. Go ahead. Rain all over it. Uh, this is the only time we get to be happy so, because we have something called hope that lasts for a few seconds and then Farrow, jet reality comes Farrow back. Farrow is one, one of the great, and I really do mean this, oh, no, what? really knows his sports in and out. Baseball, okay. basketball, yeah. hockey. He, he's a, he's a four-tool announcer. Okay. But one of Farrow's weaknesses is, along with your partner, Bart Griggs, by the way. And you too. Is you guys are fucking idiots. Because what? here's the deal. That's mean. Every You're year, mean guy. the Yankees will be good. The Knicks will be good. The Rangers will be good. And every year, the Jets pick up someone. Oh, my God. This is the difference maker. And guess what? Every year, nothing. I hear it from you two guys. Every well, let me ask you just let me year. let me just ask you one question, Mr. Football. Expert. Go ahead. Do you really think Deion Sanders gives a shit about you? What do we put that? I just why do we gotta drag Deion I, into why this? Why not? If I'm a fucking idiot, I'm going back to hey, Deion. Hey, yo, bro, the guy I'm going back to guy Deion. won a Super Bowl. Right, not with the Falcons. 
No, who you were rooting Falcons. for passionately. That, that is true. And he wound up doing it with the Cowboys that twice or with the 49ers Listen, once. I don't want to rain in your prayer. Congratulations, Zach Wilson is yeah. now a New York Jet. Right. Okay, you're not you're not so very excited, are you? Let's. I want everybody <laughs> to remember this. Let's keep this as a recording. So I said year one, yet. they'll go two and fourteen. Oh no! Farrell will go. But wait a minute, and his partner Barker Riggs will go. But what? wait a minute, he's getting better. Then what will happen in year two? Mm-hmm. They'll go four and fourteen, and then right. No, four, sorry, four and twelve. Four that's, and twelve. That's good. Math. Four and twelve. <laughs> Four and twelve. I think they're playing and seventeen go, games now. Soon, so, so. well, not yet. So he's improving. Didn't you see? He <laughs> threw for one hundred eighty yards this week. <laughs> that's what they'll that say. That's a good game. By week three, they'll go. I think that one hundred eighty well, yards is a good game. All they need, all he needs. You know what I heard last year about Sam Donald? What's all that? he needs is a running back. No, I didn't say that. He needed a team. I said he had Adam Gase. He needed a brain. I said he was screwed. I Listen. said he was screwed for the last two years with Adam Gase. There was no way Sam Donald was going to do anything. 802, welcome aboard. Just relaxing, enjoying oh, the show. God, I'm, we just I'm got over glad. the worst coach in Jet history. Your partner, Bart Riggs, they're playing 17 games now. Okay, so now they, they could go 1-16. Congratulations, nice. Bart. Awesome. Well done. Right. But you know what's funny, folks? Go ahead. And he can deny it, but I already, I've known him too long. Right. If the Jets do somehow in the next few years do a 12-4, and four, you know who's going to be at the front of the line? Absolutely. This guy right here. I will be. This guy. Shaq Wilson is the greatest thing since sliced bread. I will. Yeah. I will. Let's hope and pray. Yeah, well, again, hoping you know? and praying doesn't always work. In uh, actually, in the last 50 years, that I've done shit. So you're right. So let me just say this, Jimmy. We already said this to us, yeah. each other on the phone numerous times. Let's yeah, just ahead. get off the Jet talk. All mm-hmm. right? We'll be dead before they make a Super Bowl. We know uh, this. You're probably right about And I don't this. mean to be a downer. Does I that love mean, your passion. By the way, does that I mean love the, your passion. are the Knicks in that too, by the way? So, uh, are they there too? He, the here are Here is the Farrell <laughs> along with his partner, Bark Riggs, about the Knicks. Well, they're playing 500. Well, they won 11 Dude, they now games. have one of the best teams in the conference, by yeah, the way. Until the first round of the playoffs, and they're out. Nope. And that's how Super will be. They're going to win a round. So when was it acceptable yeah. to win one round? Never. Never. But after 20 years of not even being in the playoffs, so that's success. I'm thrilled for now to see them in the top. Wow, that's look nice. At look at you. It's better than nothing. Congratulations. I know. Well, tell me about it. How'd you like to be a Cowboy fan? 1995 was a long time ago. Uh-huh. You know, better than 1969, my friend. Yeah, that's I'll for, take 1995. That's for shit, sure. But you know? you know what's funny? The Jets have seven playoff wins in the last 25 years. The Cowboys have one, I think. Give me one. Su- that's weird. Give me one Super Bowl win over those. Right. Russell Campbell, welcome aboard, my friend. Good to see you as always. All right. Well, great shows last week. Yeah. China tribute. Yeah. Hands of Stone, Running Garvin, getting lots of love. Yeah. And the Rock and Roll Express. Your thoughts? They were all fantastic, and we just uh, you know sent out the condensed versions. Yes, the, which are doing the, well already. The abbreviated versions for those, for those shows. Those guys were all, they were great. Ronnie Garvin was a great guy, and he enjoyed us very much, and we enjoyed him. It was fantastic. Rock and Roll Express were real, real fellas. Were you a fan awesome. of Ronnie Garvin? No, he retired. Greg Valentine, I told him so. But just in general, as a wrestler, did you hold him in high regard? Compared to what the the guys like the million dollar men sure, guys? Absolutely. No, Ronnie was Ronnie was just solid and serviceable, and and always on the on the upper card. I, what are you going to say? So coming you out know, of the, but a fan coming of his? out no, of the, I was rooting for guys that he was always beating. Coming out of the interview though, yeah. What were your thoughts? I love Ronnie Garvin. He's one of my favorite people. I agree. I absolutely love him, and that was one of my favorite. I guess that's interviews. what I'm trying to get. From I him. love Ronnie Garvin, and I started paralleling him to Backlund. You absolutely. Know? I was like, wow, this guy is a great guy. Stayed out of trouble. Super solid in the ring. Very impressive resume, and a really good guy. Enjoyed him very much. All right, before great. we get to wrestling, we'll get some important. What is this? Important stuff here, right? Uh, so. Matt 
Maddie, you can jump in anytime too. This is pretty important. Oh, yeah. Um, so in New York, an NYPD highway officer died last week yeah. uh, after being hit by an alleged drunk driver yeah. as he was investigating a crash scene on the Long Island Expressway on Tuesday. Highway unit official identified as 43-year-old Anastasius, and I, I might be hacking up Sarkos. his name. So thank you. A 14-year veteran of the force was seen uh, at the scene in clear view around 2 a.m. of a crash after the driver lost control of the vehicle and slammed into a concrete wall. The vehicle burst into flames with the driver and two passengers pulled from the fire and rushed to the hospital. Another passenger died at the scene, and the driver of the car was later charged. Takios, Tasakios, uh, please protect me. Sakos, thank you. Uh, to me, I'm not sure the T is, you know, it's too okay. much silent. Was so. redirecting Tisakos. traffic at a crash site when a 2013 Volkswagen Passat, driven by a 32 year old woman, hit him and sped off, according to the New York uh, PD commissioner. When asked whether it was possible that the woman didn't realize she hit the officer, Shea, Shea said the damage to her vehicle was so extensive that there was no way she didn't know she struck someone. Shay identified as a female driver as 32-year-old Jessica Bouval. Thank you of Hempstead. She faces the charges including manslaughter, aggravated manslaughter, vehicular manslaughter, reckless endangerment, leaving the scene of a deadly accident, DWI, and other offenses. She uh, allegedly blew a .15, nearly twice the legal limit according to law enforcement. Okay. At the time of the crash. Bovow, okay. driver's license was apparently suspended. I'm not going to read this whole thing. This so great. she basically didn't have insurance. Uh, the, 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 the vehicle wasn't registered. She killed a cop. And not one person is riding over this. Not one basketball player is not going to Twitter and saying, Bovow, you're next. Right. What is going on in this country? Gents, anything? Uh, I'm afraid it's uh, a little too often when people get hit by cars. I mean, I was hit by a car like 10 years ago, like literally blocks down from my house. It's, uh, I think it's a bit normalized when you hear people have been hit by a car. And yeah. Again, getting hit by a car is one thing. Getting hit by an unregistered, uninsured, drunk person is a whole nother deal. It's as bad to me as putting a gun to someone's head and shooting them in the head or putting your knee on someone's throat until they have a heart attack. I don't think there's a difference between any of that. I think that basically, I think what you're getting at, and to me, doesn't seem to matter if, if if police die tragically and it's and the story is minimalized and if that's what you're saying I get that I do get that you know I don't know this person's background but I know this much you're right judging by her conduct she might as well have just walked up to the officer and killed him shot him in the head with a gun it is no different she basically volunteered him to die because she was an irresponsible steaming pile of shit. Mm -hmm. And the fact that the media doesn't do more to bring to light some of the other horrific things that are going on in this world. By the way, this, is, this point, is buried in Newsday. It's I, like I, buried in course, Newsday. Of course, you know, because the media ha does have an agenda, and that's obvious too. This is a very, very sad story, and what makes it even more sad 
is is that it's being minimalized. And if that's your point, bravo. That's how I see that. Ralph Brun wrote, too sad of a story, it floored me all week. <sighs> Ralph, I think it's important, and by the way, if you didn't know you're watching Monty and the Pharaoh, I mm. think it's important that people stand up for themselves here. I mean, when I got to sit there and watch LeBron James basically put the finger on somebody right. that he doesn't even know what happened. Right. Meanwhile, this lady, right. again, I want to make it clear, tried to she was too. drunk. LeBron. She murdered this police officer. Oh, sure. Okay, this was not an accident. She was drunk, right. unregistered, unlicensed, oh, and drove away. Knowingly breaking the law on multiple counts and not giving a damn about what would happen. It's yeah, disgusting. A steaming pile of humanity she was. And I hope But she what's wrong with these newspaper know, reporters? And I'm going to get into this into wrestling they, in a minute, folks. Because honestly, they have their agenda. And they sell what they think is going to sell the most. When and they're pushing what they want to push. Farrow, when did a reporter not right. feel that it's not right to report the news the way it's supposed to be reported Dude, been, with no agenda? It's been going on for so long at this point, it's disgusting. And I agree. I don't know what to tell you. I, I, there is no excuse for it. And they know what they're doing. They know exactly what they're doing. Chris Patty says your candor and honesty is refreshing. Thank you, Mr. Patty. Thank you, it's, sir. Uh, it's, it's a shame of what's going on right now. It's sickening. So let's talk about some other fair reporting. Yeah. Dave, I'm going to call him Ladica, LaGreca, and the Human Snorefest Tommy Dreamer. Oh, no. Had, Here we go. Had Tony Khan on a few days ago. There's another Snorefest, Tony Khan. Exactly. Go and I'm going to ask you to weigh in on Aburrido. this. Tony Khan seems pretty... So confident that AEW Dynamite will remain on Wednesday nights despite Turner Sports' new deal with the NHL. Nice. Earlier this week, Turner Sports announced that the new deal will carry the NHL programming for the next seven years. Good. That immediately led to fans speculating that AEW Dynamite's future given a significance of the NFL of the NHL deal. Why would that affect them? Is the NHL going to be on Wednesday nights? They do play on Wednesday. You know this. Hockey plays on Wednesday nights. Sure it does. I'm All just right? asking, is that the night they intend to air it? Well, you know? Tony Khan was a guest on this morning on Busted Open Radio, right, which is one of the top radio stations. Sure. We were right behind them, and sure. we're going to be in front of them shortly. Where'd they go? Ladicka. Yeah. And Tommy Dreamer. Uh, when LaGreca asked Khan about the future AEW night at Dynamite, he made it quite clear that Wednesday nights was the promotion's home. Mm-hmm. I'm going to quote Khan. I'm not going to read the whole thing, and then I want to hear your thoughts on it. Okay. I know Wednesday nights is our slot and our home, and it's a great situation, Khan said. I'm thrilled with our partnership with TNT. You should be. You know it's the lifeblood of our company. It's our primary revenue source, and it's the way most fans get exposed to AEW no to see the show. No kidding. And tonight and every Wednesday... We that we do dynamite. I think you know a lot of wrestling fans. It's a really important night of the week, and so I want everyone rest assured that they're not going to have to worry about any kind of major changes. Okay. AEW president Tony Khan was asked about while at a guest. Um, Khan seemed to hint that he's not worried about the company's spot on Wednesdays, and also suggested he's open to change. Right, Farrell. I don't think much of it, you know. And if the if the NHL does do Wednesday nights, guess who's getting bumped? They're getting bumped. That's it. You know, so if that does happen, we'll cross that bridge when we get there. So here's LaGreca. Yeah. Okay. Mr. That's not what you call them. What's his name? LaDicca. Okay, clear it up. So I'll I'll make this clear. What am I doing? Again, another guy. (laughs) I I understand that you want Tony Khan on your your show every Wednesday. Okay? It's good for business. I get it. Right now it is anyway. And when we get to the ratings, maybe it's not such a good thing because maybe you're just bad luck, LaGreca. But anyway. wow. Here's the deal. Here's the deal. That's interesting. All right. Let's be honest here. You just said it. Yeah. Yeah. If the NHL says, uh, TNT says, or the NHL goes... 
hey, right. we want this Wednesday played. The NHL. Tony Khan yeah. tried to present on on Busted Open, and LeGregor tried to pull that back a little bit That they're not going anywhere? That, that it, won't, it won't matter? he, Tony Khan, will decide if they stay on Wednesday <laughs> no, night. No, he won't. Thank you. Can you speak on that, Frank? <laughs> what is there to speak on? He's not going to have... It, it, look, they're, they're not a... AEW is not a bigger animal than the NHL or TNT. If that's what the NHL and TNT decide upon, then you better pick another night, Tony. Well, on TNT, You're I paid pick you another night, whatever Tony. you paid. $100 million, whatever they paid him. Right, right. right. Guess what? TNT can do whatever they want with your show. Of course. We're getting paid here. Of course they could. If indie music says you're going on at 1 o'clock in the morning, guess what time you're going on? No, Chris, don't. Wait a minute, 1 o'clock in the morning? Chris, hey, I like that. You'll hate it. But LaGreca, LaGreca doesn't even ask that question. Well, you know. Because he doesn't want to ruffle. And then, you know, Tommy Dreamer, I don't even know the guy has a brain on his head. Wow. EC Dub. Too many Singapore cane, cane shots or something? No, I'm tired of it, dude. It's like, stop with your agendas. Be a proper reporter. You know what? Listen, guys. When we interview these wrestlers here, we ask them tough questions. Right. We don't throw softballs. No. We're respectful. Right. You can ask tough questions and be respectful. Right. But I think you anyway said, well, Greg has only got a job because of his brother anyway, right? Did I say that? I think, wow, that, I I think you did mean. say that. Why did you say that? I, well, you know, it, it seems to be like, you know, perhaps that, that, that could be the case. You don't think that that could be the case? How else did he get that that, that position over? But well, do you think he's a great broadcaster? I don't listen to him. You do. I don't know that much at all. I know he read my handbook. <laughs> I know he listens to what I say tell sometimes. The, tell the fans, I know that tell the fans much. a story when the Pharaoh met oh, Dave Lagreca. Oh boy, you really are going for it, aren't you? Yeah. Well, you know, once upon a time, uh, you and I went to go see Gary Michael Capetta, right? And that was over in uh, where was that? That was somewhere over by the World's Fair uh, area by City Field in Queens. That's correct. That's right. Mm -hmm. And uh, we were minding our own business, and somebody came over to me. Yep. And introduced himself and and said, who are you? And this was when we were about, we weren't, wait a minute, Monty the Fire was like a week old. We were just getting started. We were just getting started, yeah. And and he's like, who are you? And I says, I'm the Pharaoh, and that's Monty, and we're Monty and the Pharaoh. And he was cool, from what I remember. Very nice guy. He was cool, from what I remember. And, uh... That was it. Never really saw him again. I, I, you know, I, are you even? Do you even speak to the guy, or are you on Facebook with him or anything? No, he's asked me to call in twice. I called in, and then I asked. Oh wait him. a minute! That was great when you did. And then I asked and him. Actually, to call back. I was awake for that segment. Thank you. Yeah. So you yeah. do listen. Well, I knew you were on. So then I asked him to call back here. Right. Yeah, what are you going to do? But that's not the reason I'm bringing this up. I'm bringing it up if you're going to be a true journalist. Right. Ask a hard question, dude. If Tony Khan is that weak and soft that he can't hand-handle a question like that, then don't have him on your show. How about when Bubba's there, though? Bubba doesn't strike me as a guy who won't ask a hard question. Bubba is another guy, dude. I mean, with all due respect, I understand he's a Hall of Famer. I love the Dudley Boys. I understand he's a Hall of Famer. Don't tell my thoughts on Bubba. But he plays Booker every time he's on that show. They should have did this. They should have did this. He might be right half the time, especially if he's talking about Well, I remember when he was on Impact. Not Impact, on TNA. Yeah? Guess what? Yeah. I liked him as world champion. Dude, he was booking over there. The storyline sucked. I like him as world champion. The storyline sucked. So how are you going to tell WWE writers? You didn't like what the Hogan do? wedding? Terrible. <laughs> 
come on! The only thing I think I said I like aces and eights. I think that's about it. And maybe the main event mafia. I enjoyed it. But I guess, you know what? A wise man once told me you throw a ball down a bowling alley 50 (laughs) times, you might hit a pin once in a while. I mean, shit, I would hit a pin. And I'm not trying to be a bowling, Ray Charles. What's going on here? You might hit a pin after the 50th attempt. So. I don't have wow. respect for guys when you have people That's on, rough, you throw man. softball questions. And I got to be honest with you, it's like, you know, all I hear, you know, listen, I'm at work, I throw on, busted. I have serious radio on. So it's like I got 80s on 8, I've got the YouTube right. channel, and busted open comes on. I got this whole right. running rotation. Right. Okay? Okay. And I got to, you know, again, it's like if you're going to interview people, do a legitimate interview. Right. Ask some, like, real good stuff. That like, people are interested in. Like, is Rob Gibson's wiener bigger than Lanny's? Is that, that was one of the I greatest things. I think that's a great question. That was one of the greatest things I've people ever People want to know. That was hilarious. People want to know. Oh, my God. And then we got a joke out of Ricky from the whole thing. That was fantastic. That's it. And, uh, you yeah. know, like you said, Ricky yeah. hasn't talked. Uh... No. Robert Robert talked quite a bit for Robert from what I've heard from other uh, comments on YouTube. Wow, Robert spoke. Maria Davis in the house. Maria, always good to see you. Got to get your you review go. on 350 days in a few minutes here, pal. Uh-oh. Here we go. Anyway. I'd like to thank the band that sings the theme song for Monty and the Pharaoh and Jimmy Farrow, along with his partner, Bart Griggs, the Super Jet fans. They make up the oh, band God. Wisteria Hall. They have songs such as In My Dreams, This Life, which I love immensely. People, please check out that song. I will promise you that is... It's it's a great song. It's it's a moving Great song. When you're a jet, you're a jet, you're a jet. Not far behind, here comes the rain, and obviously our theme song, Riding High. Find Wisteria Hall's music on Spotify, iTunes, and Reverb Nation. And also, please go to the Wisteria Hall YouTube page, hit the thumbs up and a subscribe, and give them some love. You are watching Long Island's number one pro wrestling show, Monty and the Farrell, only seen out of here at Indie Music TV. Catch us on the Monty and the Farrell YouTube page. Monty and the Farrell Facebook Live page. Hear us on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Anchor, Twitch TV, the Monty and the Farrell page in New York, Channel 115 every Tuesday from 7 to 7.30 and for early risers on Saturday at 6 a.m. to 6.30 and for late risers, Channel 20 from 1 a.m. to 1.30. That's a few hours from now. We'll be right back after this commercial break, and I got a little bit of bone to pick with the star of the show, Mr. Jimmy Farrell, right after this. That should be fun. See you in a sec. Tag America, representing the very best of American ingenuity, craftwork, and creative arts. Handcrafted wood flags, yard signs, nine-line apparel, artisan candles, and outdoor garden accessories. Custom commissioned murals, portraits, and signs by artist owners and residents. Grand opening May 23rd. Wrestling superstar and former world champion and Mr. USA, Tony Atlas, will be there from 12 to 4 for limited edition print signing. Free line dancing classes 1 to 4. Rain date for line dancing June 6th. Raffle prizes where 100% of proceeds will go to Tunnel to Towers Foundation and 10% of net proceeds of in-store sales as well. Military, police, firefighters, healthcare workers, we want your signatures on our wall of honor. Easy to find, fun to browse. 14 East Broadway, Port Jeff, opposite the ferry, in the Lighthouse Landing Shops. Two doors from Echo Lynn Jewelers. Come visit us at 14 East Broadway, Port Jeff, or call 631-741-2344. Because Made in America matters. All right, welcome back to Long Island's number one pro wrestling broadcast. Monty DeFaro, only seen here out of Indie Music TV 
in Long Island. On Long Island, New York? That's probably better. Okay. So, bro, um, real quick before we get to the next subject. Yeah. Right behind you, you just saw a commercial for TAG. They had their grand opening, and on May 23rd, they're going to have Mr. USA Tony Atlas in studio. If I could get up real quick, I'm just going to pull this. Um, there he goes. Here he comes. This painting... And the winner is. You talk about this painting is being auctioned off. Uh, you can go to the Monty and the Farrell YouTube page and or the Monty and the Farrell web, website page, and you can buy a raffle. I believe it's ten dollars to have this opportunity to get this signed autograph. It's not signed yet. It will be signed May twenty third. This original painting, one of a kind, thirty five hundred dollar value. $3,500, one of a kind, beautiful fitting one's home, and it's going to a great cause. So, uh, you know, go to Monty Farrell page, or you can reach out to Tag America themselves, and you could buy a raffle ticket. And in case you're historically curious, that is Hogan versus Tony Atlas, I do believe, at the Shea Stadium card back on August 9th, 1980. What a moment that was. I think there was actually a photo of that in PWI that covered the uh, show. And, of course, the main event was Bruno versus Abisco in a steel cage. Classic stuff, Mike. Look at you. That's why you're the star of the show, bro. Yep, classic anyway, stuff. Anyway, so don't punch me in the face, but I, I got a little bone to pick. We know what happens We're when We're coming out of punches. responsible uh, journalism. Yep. We're sitting here across from Hall of Famers Rock and Roll Express. Get sure. it? Mm -hmm. We get in a conversation about Orange Cassidy. Yep. Watch the episode. Yeah. Got to tell you. Oh, here we I was a little go. surprised about your appreciation for Orange Cassidy. Regarding what? I just felt, you know, Regarding I don't. I, again, I don't want to speak for you, but I don't. I I kind of felt like you weren't a fan of his, and mm -hmm. I felt like since not. I don't want to say because they were saying it. I don't have to be a fan of someone to understand what makes their thing work. Go ahead. That's and when I and by the way, as I talked to you later in the in the parking lot after the Rock and Roll Express left. Don't forget that, that Ricky and Robert have worked a little bit with AEW and worked sure. with Orange. So I wasn't expecting, quite honestly, Ricky to tear into Orange's gimmick anyway. Okay. And I think we both kind of expected that. Ricky was was wise. And he, and, and but does not mean we can as journalists tear into Well, it? we have. Right. Again, this all goes back. They're our guests. They're in our home. This is, this is their opinion. I'm going to respect it. I'm not going to go and jump all over it. We both have made it clear how we feel about Orange Cassidy, but the things that Ricky was saying, I agree with. When it comes to Orange Cassidy, he's very athletic. It is amazing that he can do those things he does when his hands are in his pockets. It is. We both agree, though, that the gimmick doesn't have staying power. It's not something he's going to be able to do when he's 45 years old. He's not going to have his hands in his pockets doing that stuff. It's not going to happen. You know, we both feel he's undersized. Ricky didn't deny that, so there's no debate there. I mean, I was just respecting their opinion on it. I am not a fan of Orange Cassidy, and if I could say this, I watched the entire AEW this week, as I usually try to do, but I was really angry because Penta is one of my favorite wrestlers, and I don't even know if you realize this because I did not know that Penta Pentagon Jr. is one of my favorite freaking wrestlers. I love Pentagon Jr., and I did going back to the days when I watched him in AAA, because I watch Mexico wrestling. Yes, I do. I still do. I am one of them. You know, I love the guy, and he got pinned by Orange Cassidy this week, and I was losing my shit. So, there you go. That's my take, you know. Look, if, if, if we have a respected legend 
on the show and they you know they have an opinion on a guy they've worked with that's go for it i'm not gonna you know we've already made up our stance on well, before Cassidy, i get into no. that i want to no. i want to rebut to what you have to say yeah. but real quick maria davis uh 350 days yeah that she wrote that dvd sucked no actually she wrote wait a minute i thought you got it for free maria i thought she was gonna get it no i want to read what she actually wrote I, i'm just kidding what i watched it oh my god the drugs and alcohol and their lifestyles are wrestling yeah. and the wrestlers are unbelievable it's a huge sacrifice on their family marriages boyfriends and girlfriends of course this is true of course but it also is a snore fest too but that's a whole other thing i mean seriously i mean it's hard the to stay music awake didn't keep you pumped the music is the worst <laughs> so let's talk about the orange cassie my friend yeah go ahead so last night he's right wrestling Penta. i know pissed me off he gets put in some sort of arm bar. yes he does and how he breaks that's it is right. puts his hands in his pockets and, and penta can't hold them and then we got two hall of fame announcers jim ross and shivani saying right Wow, the pocket. What the power of the pocket. Power of the I got to think that Jim Ross is throwing <laughs> up in his mouth right now. Maybe maybe a little bit. Maybe a little bit. Maybe a little bit. But Jim Ross is doing his job. You know? And let me tell you, if we were in the announcing booth and we were told to do it, we probably would too. All right, shut up. Hey, You're man, Orange. Orange, hey, I got you. All I right, got right. you. I'm not going to lie. But the mic is cooking. You're right. I'm not uh, going to lie. Yeah, but, uh, you know, it is what it is. Hey, what's this? Darby Allen is Well, doing, real quick, I just want to say good one great spot last night between uh, yeah. Orange and Penta. Oh, yeah, 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 sure. Penta catches him and holds him up with one arm. And again, yeah. super, you know, Circus Olay shit. Absolutely. But a totally different move. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I... How you know what to do it? Well, again, Orange Cassidy probably weighs 130 pounds. <laughs> I mean, and he's an acrobat, and he Dude, probably can balance I swear himself. To, I swear, though, doesn't Orange Cassidy look like the guy who gives you your towel when yes, you get out of the pool? Yes, you yes, You get out of the pool, and there he is. He gives yes. you a towel. Or he's got the white powder on his nose because he's either doing coke or he's a lifeguard, or he's both. Russell I mean, Campbell says, oh, my God, the pocket release is killing me. Yeah, Absolutely. It's, it's I'm like, come on. It's, what about when it's, I, it, You have to admit, though. Go ahead. He's funny. I laugh when I see him. Like when he does the, he's gonna at the beginning of the match when he's gonna put his hands in the pocket, and Penta wouldn't let him like three times. He yeah. wouldn't, wouldn't let him put his hands. Yeah. In the, and he's oh what a diss. Or just getting mad. What do you want? Ralph Boone says AEW and NHL will get the same equal ratings. That I believe. I, I believe that NHL is not a big but sport. If, but right? if they not that it's not a big. But sport. if they think that AEW is more valuable to TNT than the NHL, you better slow down. You know. Yeah. You better slow down. Russell You're talking Campbell. about a league that's been around for over 100 years, and there's a reason. Our, <laughs> ma our main so. man, Russell, says three super kicks and a Canadian destroyer, and he pops right up. That's right. <laughs> that's, yeah. And that's the issue we have with Orange Ca <laughs> I have with Orange Cassidy. You can. Here's another thing Dude, I was thinking. I, I, I can't take it. There were some good spots seriously, in that, that match, right? Why yeah, would you save some of that stuff for a pay-per-view? Is, is TNT their pay-per-view? I actually thought that that was a pretty... Good match to put on tele television because Orange has his fans, and I love Penta. So I was interested I'm in I'm going to drop some Monty knowledge on people right yeah, now. Go ahead. So Khan was on uh, Ladika's show, oh, here right? We, here we go. And he said, the difference between us is we listen to what the fans want, oh, come on, and we give them what they want. Really? Ladies and really? gentlemen. That's why Miro. Here, well, here's my knowledge I want to drop. I've been there for how long already? I haven't done a damn thing Some with them. Sometimes people don't know what they want, and that's why that's you too. hire professionals. No, that's true, too. Like, and you mm, give what you think's going to work. Depends on who you're hiring. I don't want a Hollywood writer, I have to admit. I want a, a Kevin Sullivan or a, I want someone like but that. 
I don't like you know. this. I'm booing this. Let me tell you something. Roman right. Reigns was booed for three straight I years. Know. And now he He's is great. incredible. Right. Very simple. He's great. Really easy. But i got to be honest. Even when he was being booed, I still respected him. So did you. We weren't trashing him. No, but I'm just saying in general. And we love, I love, well, I could say this for me. I love Randy Orton. Randy Orton is, 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 is great. And he's been even greater during times of ratings distress across the board for wrestling. Right. Randy Orton's been fantastic. Our main man, another main man out there, Modern Day Warrior, Orange Cassie's a fool, worst wrestler ever, worse <laughs> than a jobber. Hell yeah. Uh, Johnny Rods? Oh, wait a minute. Here's a good it's one. way better than Orange Cassidy. Ralph Sorry. Who's worse, LaGreca or Francesa? Thank God Francesa's off the air. Wow. Farrell, what do you got to say about wow. that one? Wow. Very interesting. First of all, I'm going to say, Ralph. Don't ever compare LaGreca to I Francesca. My Francesca. Because LaGreca... Absolutely. That's a whole different... Listen, I, I understand if you Mike hate Francesca. Francesca yeah, I get you can it. hate him, but you can't deny. Mike Francesca and Christopher Van Dog Russo together for decades were the number one What do you mean? They're not better show. than LaDica and Snorefest Tommy oh Dreamer? Oh, my God. Mike, Mike, Tommy, are you awake? Huh? Mike and the Mad Dog huh? are huge influence on me. What are you talking about? I love that show. And I loved, I loved their chemistry. Absolutely loved Mike and the Mad Dog. They were legends. And you, All know. Right, you know who's winning me over? Yeah, what do you got? Darby Allen. Cool, man. I'm okay with that. Thoughts I like on Darby. the Darby man? I kind of like Darby. I'm kind of liking Darby Allen. There's something. Thank you, Farrell. I like when you agree. He doesn't seem to overstay his welcome. He, I kind of like that he doesn't have much to say. Yeah. And he's, a, he's an ass kicker. It, it, it's kind of cool. He's a tough bastard. It really is. Only problem it's is, a tough bastard. if you're weigh 120 pounds, I know there's always you that. gotta stay down. But you wait, get hit, stay can't down. We, can't we find a protein, a legal protein shake to give him another 20 pounds? Bro, how about just when you get hit, lay down. You just stop popping up, like Russell said. Stay down. It's okay to get beat up. By the way, Sting get hair uh, things because he's not. The, there's no spot up there anymore. Oh, whatever. You know, you're not gonna tell because he was down. He Again, was down. we're gonna push our young guys, but we're gonna keep bringing Sting. Sting back. It's Sting. I'm sorry. You know, again, I'm gonna say this, and we're gonna get into it after the commercial break. But <laughs> it's, it's like I can't name one person, one wrestler. Yeah. That if there were house shows or there were shows, I would, would you, get, I would go run to. That would you go run to. Very interesting. Matthew Mancuso, I'm sorry, sir, if I'm mispronouncing your name. I am not sold on the gimmick. I think Cassidy has talent, but the gimmick isn't doing any, him any favors. He's Harvey Whippleman with oh athletic my, ability. Oh, my God. Bang. That's rough. Exactly. Harvey Whippleman? <laughs> That's pretty funny. Because he's a bum. That's rough, but hey, I can, I can see that. That's fine. All right, we'll be right back after this commercial break. The Monty and the Pharaoh Show is brought to you by Because wine is your second favorite four-letter word California wine, New York attitude Good fucking wine Yeah In the mood for a freshly roasted cup of coffee? www.offtherailscoffeeroasters.com Elm Logistics. For all your logistic needs, call 631-299-3595. That's 631-299-3595. Elm Global Logistics, Pride, Performance, and Partnerships. 
Yo, we're we're back, man. I just wanted to say what's up. We're back. Monty and the Pharaoh, number one. What's up, Mike? What That's you a got? good intro. Welcome back. Thanks, bro. I just had a brownie. I feel very high. All right, so... I was Hi. Gonna, again, I don't know where I find this time, but I was <laughs> I was thinking about... Well, a yeah. couple of years ago, a year ago, whatever, everybody was all over the WWE and Brock Lesnar, and oh, he never in, he never defends a title. So I decided to look up Kenny Omega. Yeah. So... Uh, I believe tomorrow will mark five months or within like a little over five months of the incredible reign of Mr. Kenneth Omega, who okay. will definitely win PWI's best wrestler, you know, the man who collects titles. You're talking about the AEW champion, the AAA That's champion right. of Mexico, That's and right. the Impact World champion. That's okay, right. so what do you got for this amazing title reign? So I said, hey, you know what? You know, everybody hated the fact that Lesnar never defended the title. I, I kind of found wah, it. Wah, wah, right? I kind of liked it myself, but so I have my reasons. I want to really quickly go through this. I want you to weigh in. But A champion should be this special. This is what Kenny Omega has done. What do you got? So he defeated John Moxley for the title. We all know that, right? That's Dean Ambrose. You're not going to fool me. Next. All right, next. <laughs> then uh, he defeats the Laredo Kid for the AAA Mega Championship. Yeah. Okay? Mm -hmm. There's two. Mm-hmm. He defends the AEW title against Ray Phoenix. I'm not going to give dates because it doesn't matter. Yeah, but, no, you know, so you basically got three title matches. Okay. Not okay. bad. Good start. Okay. But then he's in a six-person match. And this is literally, you know, a week later mm -hmm. against, you know, he's with Gallows and Anderson. Right. I got Pillman, you. Blah, blah, blah. I got you. Then the next week, he's up against another six-man tag against Chris Sabin, Moose, and Rich Swan. I'm getting bored. Go on. But hold on. Yeah. Then the next week, yeah. he's in another six-man tag. Wow, what a champion. Go on. Okay. Wow. Defending that title every week. That, you can't wait, do that in a six-man six match. Go on. But now Go he's on. in a tag team match. Oh. And, uh, you know, it's you him and Kenta against Moxley and Lance Archer. Interesting match. Wait a minute. Hold on. But then he wrestles John Moxley in that Again. debacle. Of that barbed wire match, <laughs> and he defeats him. So, okay, another defense <laughs> the finally. Exploding barbed another wire. defense finally. So, if I just look, Farrow, yeah, he doesn't really defend the title right. for almost two months, close, right, or so, right, right. What's the problem? A couple yeah. weeks later, he defends against Mar uh, Matt Seidel. Matt Seidel, the great Matt Seidel. Matt Seidel, right? Wow, you know what was going to happen there? You know, I was sure Seidel was going to win that belt. There you go. There's no, there's no, there's nothing to that match. Come on. But hold on. He's going to come back, though. He's going to defend that title again. Another six-man tag. Another six-man tag. Oh, another six-man tag. Really? Gents, ladies and gentlemen, we are now into April. Now he's in another eight-man tag. Eight-man tag. Well, the right. six-mans were burning him out. Come then he's on. in a ten-man tag. Ten-man! The eight-man burnt him out! Then he's in a six-man wow, tag. working less and less. And how do we reward this great champion, the great Kenny Omega? Right. Right. We let him win the Impact title, and he defeats Rich Swan. There you go. So here's the deal. Basically, what you're telling me, and this is what I take from this, you know that back of the baseball card we always talk about? Mm -hmm. You know when people were complaining that Brock Lesnar never defends his title? In other words, Brock Lesnar, you wouldn't see him on television. Sound familiar? Because that's the old days. Mm. You wouldn't see him on television. And then he would have his pay-per-view match against, oh, I don't know, guys like Samoa Joe and Goldberg and a whole bunch of other freaking monsters and AJ Styles. You remember that match? You remember that match? Calm down. And in five months.
months, Kenny Omega's wrestled Dean Ambrose twice. Mm. In five months. There you go. But that's okay, because he's from AEW, and he works for Tony Khan, and he's not Vince McMahon, so it must be okay. But hold what on. a bunch of hypocrites. But tomorrow, Dave... Are you trying to get me insane no, on tomorrow purpose? Dave Ledicka will go... You know, Kenny Omega is such a great champion. I like he's the a, way they're putting all the titles uh, on him. And then Tommy Dreamer will go, uh, what? what? He's What'd a you great say, wrestler, but this is ridiculous, dude. This is ridiculous. Dude, come on. I'm a fan of Kenny Russell Omega, Campbell but says, I can't be a fan Omega, of this Another schedule. joke. Another joke. Modern day war. Can, Imagine what Andre funny. would do and say oh to my. Orange Cassidy oh or Haku. <laughs> no, they, Andre would have a problem. He'd go for one of those those headbutts, but Orange Cassidy put his hands in his pockets. Now, Andre wouldn't know what to do. He would go, oh, my God, I'm scared. This, Come on, man. I am sorry. Agenda. Agenda. Yeah. Oh, the WWE doesn't pay me any mind, so right. I will just keep saying how great AEW oh, are. Who's that reporter? It's a joke. Who's that reporter, the Who? guy you hate? Meltzer? Meltzer. I can't stand Another guy Meltzer. with an agenda. Dude, he gave Excalibur announcer of the year. Are you folks at home aware of that? <sighs> the Dave Meltzer's Wrestling Observer gave Excalibur the announcer of the year. We've got Corey Graves out there. We've, you could give it to JR. You could give it to Tony Schiavone. You're giving it to... Excalibur? Not, I know he would never give it to Michael Cole, that's for sure. Oh, yeah, of course, because Michael yeah. Cole's the worst. After all, he's, he's the, the worst. He's the template of play-by-play announcing for the last two Thank decades. You. But, you. you know, you know, I know that's not a popular opinion. What's that's the other, just a fact. Again, fans, I'm sorry. You I'm know, not a big Michael Cole guys, guy either. I get it. That Mauro Ronaldo guy. I leave Mauro. fucking hate that guy. I love Mauro. I hate him. I love Mauro. I love Mauro Ronaldo. The guy runs Mafia is massacring my rep. I'm gonna tell I'm, I'm gonna tell you right now. If Jimmy Farrell was announcing play play by play and they yeah. brought that guy in, you'd walk off the table. Because that guy would just scream over you until but you shut up. We're both bipolar. We probably both have a meltdown. Dude, the guy doesn't the guy doesn't know how to give and take. I got you. I got you. He's I, a I got you. Show. I personally like Mauro. I got you. I got it. That's fine. Well anyway, you know, you it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what Monty and the Farrells say, because AEW is on this 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 lightning storm. They are taking over wrestling. They're ready to challenge Raw. That's not what the and numbers right say. Before, well, that's what I was about to say. That's the numbers came numbers out. Say. Why don't you tell the fans what, what, what went out? Well, according to uh, what you told me off air, because it's blank here, I can't tell them, but I think you said it was around eight 800 and change? 889,000. That's less than a mil. They're on their own on Wednesday night. And NXT's been doing a crappy job, right? Because... They don't know what to do. NXT's fine. So first it's Vince's fault, Stop. but now NXT is Triple H's baby. But they just don't know what they're doing. But AEW, there. Hey, Tony Khan said, and Dave, late Dave Latour Dicker said, "Who? Yeah, you really know how to make the fans love it. Oh, you know what you do." And Bubba Ray goes, "They're just pushing every button right there." Dave? No, they're not. They're not pushing every button right. And you know what gets lost in all of this? Before there was this imaginary Wednesday night war, which is an insult to the, the real wars that happened years ago. Before there was, and they were, weren't on head-to-head -head in all of this stuff, do you remember how the fans would kill Raw and SmackDown, but they loved their darling NXT? Because that was the most, like, independent wrestling and they all loved it and they would all say and the reason why they were allowed to love it is because Vince didn't have his hands on it Triple H did and they loved it but it's funny how when AEW went head to head with NXT now NXT stinks yeah. and they can't do anything right, right. and AEW you guys are the most hypocritical 
Two sides Hence, of the coin. I mean, everyone I has mean, an agenda. It's hilarious. Modern Day Warrior SEW you know? is way better than AEW. Yes, sir. And next week we have SEW, Mr. James Beard. SWE Fury? Yes, sir. Okay. He'll okay. be in. Nice. Russell Campbell says, I love that you guys know what wrestling should be. Sir, I can't say I know what every wrestling mm. should be, but I do know when we people try. just pull their bullshit. <laughs> and you know what? That's what I don't like. You, Look, you, you I just don't like people either. that bullshit all the time. Right. Again, everybody knows, LaDicca, that you've got Tony <laughs> Khan on your show, and, and you try to get Triple H on, and Triple H goes, who? What? You? Or Bully Ray no, like, AEW's doing everything right. You know what they're not doing right? They're not selling their network or renting their network to the Peacock Network for $1 billion. <laughs> no, they're not doing Oh, they're that. not publicly traded either. Right. But you know what? Right. Keep pushing Orange right. Cassidy. Right. Keep pushing. Right. Oh, and they bullied Ivelisse right out the door. And bullied Ivelisse. But not that right. anyone cares. That's no, no, no. By the way, do you hear that shovel? That's all the Indian AEW blind supporters burying Evil East. What story? I don't know. I don't know anything about. Of course, if Vince McMahon gave her the flu, ah! Now she's got to use Kleenex. Ah! You guys, man, you think we're not on to you? Give me a break. Got to use Kleenex. I can't anymore. It's ridiculous. All right, but we want to talk about real wrestling. Jeez. A&E is doing documentaries. We spoke about it last week. The Stone Cold Steve Austin documentary. Yeah. Uh, I fell asleep on Sunday, the Roddy Piper. <laughs> Not up your alley. By the way, Modern Day Warrior, Wrath of Khan. Yes, sir. Definitely what? Wrath, what? Of Wrath, Wrath of Khan. Wrath of Khan. What about Wrath of Khan? That's you. Khan. Oh, I love I loved Wrath, Wrath of Khan. Khan. Put that little thing in the ear? Yeah. Oh, my God, that was great. Maybe Tony Khan's got a worm in his ear. You know? But anyway, Roddy Piper documentary's on. So, you know, we're talking about the ratings. So I just want to parlay into this, right? So, look, I don't know if anyone feels the way I do. This is the way I feel. Wrestling nowadays is not must-watch TV. It's not like back in when oh, I was shit. younger or back during the Attitude Era where you didn't know what was going to happen. You had to TV's watch it. TV's changed, though, too. Right. Where you could just watch it whenever you want. That's but, right. But I do agree with you. There's nothing that's going, I must see this live right now. That's right. But you know what I must see? The Roddy Piper documentary. <laughs> like, that was very important. Right, right. So, again, NXT's not doing well. You know why? Because it's, and I'm, getting, I'm not saying they're not doing well. I don't know what USA Network thinks is good or not good. Right. Okay? But here's the deal. The Young Rock is on, mm -hmm. right? There's mm -hmm. a whole bunch of shows on. And you could catch AEW later on. Mm -hmm. And the Must Rock might be more must-see TV. Right. And I forget, we Monty Nefaro on channel 115 at 7 to 7.30. That takes up a lot of people's time, oh, too. Well, hey. You know. <laughs> that's that, that's must-watch TV. I mean, the diners are empty out here in Hot Pog during straight. that time. What are you talking about? Russell Campbell <laughs> says that Stone Cold Bio was excellent. So I thought that I thought the Stone Cold, if I compare bios with the Roddy Piper, the Stone Cold one was better. But I to be fair, Roddy Piper is not alive anymore, so there's mm -hmm. a little difference there. Sure. But I got to tell you, dude, and I, I wrote this on, on my personal Facebook page. Mm -hmm. I shed tears for Roddy Piper when I watched it on Tuesday. I'm sorry, I fell asleep on Sunday. I couldn't stay awake. I had to go to work early. Okay. Uh, but I had to watch it. So I was thinking about. Got to watch this. Got to watch this. I shed tears for Roddy Piper. I shed tears for his family. I mm. shed tears for the wrestling audience. Okay. That guy wasn't just a wrestler. He was a pop icon. Yes, he was. What are your thoughts on Roddy, Farrell? Wow, you hit me with that one. Uh, Roddy Piper, to me, in my opinion, is the greatest villain that ever existed in professional wrestling. No one got 
people crazier than Roddy. I don't think that there was a bad guy that could ever talk as great as him. He was the greatest on the microphone. He played so big in the ring, as yes. you know. He, Roddy Piper could get in the ring with Andre the Giant and somehow not be small. If that right. makes any sense. No, it makes all the sense <laughs> yeah. in the world. You know, uh, no one was more quick-witted than Roddy Piper. You could tell that his brain went a thousand miles an hour. And what's more impressive, his sentences matched his thought process at the speed of light. Roddy Piper is one of the five greatest, probably most important people that ever stepped in a ring. I have nothing but massive respect for Roddy Piper. Interesting question, Modern Day War is asking you, Farrow. Do either of you believe in ghosts? Roddy Piper saw Adrian Adonis's ghost in his house years ago. His kids did too. Yeah, I actually do. I've had some strange experiences. So I know that there's something, if that makes any sense. Absolutely. Russell teared up too. Um, if I could tell the fans just a quick story that's very important to me. Um, I used to go to the Garden pretty much every month. Growing up, I was a huge wrestling fan, as you know, and I was but a huge... You were at the big one, though, I was, on MTV. Yes. So, Joe, Joe and I'm going to say his name, Silverstein, who Joe's, we grew up in high school. Of course, yes. Joe since has passed at a very young age, which is yep. a very sad day for us, but yep. one of my fondest memories, and I wish you were there with me, too, by the way, how important that was. God only knows if it was the 80s what I was up to. We but. went to the war to settle the score in Madison Square Garden. Mm. I had been to... A couple of WrestleManias, mm -hmm. lots of pay-per-views, mm -hmm. Madison Square Garden sitting front row. You could actually see me, and I'm getting, yes. not trying to put myself. No, over. it's true. It's just, just it's saying. It's true. It's true. It's hilarious too. That place <laughs> there when Hogan and Piper finally clash. That place was. It insane. was the most, to me, was the greatest wrestling match I've ever seen. The garden was on fire. I, um. And it transmitted that way on television, too, on fire. I still, like, if I watch older matches now, it, sometimes I tell you all the time, like, I don't want to watch them, right? When I still watch that match, I get goosebumps. Well, think about the perfect storm. You have, in my opinion, the greatest uh, face, the most popular face, the most revolutionary face, the most important face in the business's history in Hulk Hogan, and you've got the greatest villain. You got Batman and the Joker in the and ring. And not forget, you've got Batman and the Joker in the ring. And Hogan, my favorite. How could it fail? Hogan, my favorite. Piper, my second favorite. Yeah, isn't that interesting? Right. That we loved him so much, even though he was the bad guy, if, and we didn't hold it against him. If you I know what I mean, I could it's just weird. Say, I'm That's sure weird. everybody's seen it. Usually, you watch pick a side. the war to settle the score. Yeah. But just to continue on the story, the, another reason it's important is because Joe was there. And Joe was an important part of our lives, and mm -hmm. I miss him. And when we have some of these old NWA guys, because Joe was an NWA guy, I, I just keep thinking to myself how much Joe would have loved to see these guys. And um, I'm going to give you props here. Do you have any idea how much Joe would have loved this show? Oh, my God. Joe would have loved this he show. He would have loved this Sorry, show. Sorry, folks. We have to indulge a little bit. This was a good person that we grew up with. So if I could move on forward just a little bit, not to bore Man. everybody, but mm -hmm. I promoted Roddy Piper in an event and Oddly enough, I wasn't around during those, those, around. those days. Go on. Um, my father, who really just doesn't like wrestling, never did. Really? Not at all? Not at all. 
Well, he's in been fact, supportive of your I love could, for I, it. That's I could, for well, sure. Well, I can tell you, when I was in high school and I used to play football and wrestle, uh-huh. right? If he caught me watching pro wrestling, <laughs> he used to fuck, he used to scream at me. Oh my god! And I remember one time, wow. like Backlund was wrestling Adonis, and I couldn't get to the garden, and I was really upset. And he was pissed off at me, and he's like, "Go to your fucking room, right? <laughs> what were you doing?" And then I, I had to go to my room. I missed the match, but I sneaked down, and there's my father watching Adonis versus Backlund. I'm like, "You son well, of a bitch!" It's a good match. But anyway, I'm digressing. I thought I told you to go to bed. <laughs> digressing. <laughs> so Piper, I'm. Promoting Piper. Piper was so important, my father had to come down oh, and sure. get a picture with Piper. And there's a, a picture of me. It's a great picture, with though. Cult Tombs, Piper's son, right. Piper, and my father, which is very, very important to me. The headlock picture. As my father gets older, yeah. as how much Roddy Piper meant to me. Right. And there's one point where Roddy puts my father in, in a headlock. headlock. Yeah. That picture photo. to me brings me such great memories. Guys, I got to tell you. Should. This is why we love doing the show. Because we love, there's a picture of my father right there. I know it's a little blurry, guys, because I suck as oh, a photographer. That's awesome. But this that's meant classic. that picture means the world to me. It should. Absolutely. Um, these two guys mean the world to me. But I will tell you, this is why I loved wrestling. Because these guys knew how to entertain. Oh, my God, yeah. And that's why I'm vehemently angry at wrestlers like Orange Cassidy. Because it's great to make money. Mm-hmm. It's great to be a good athlete, mm-hmm. but when you embarrass the sport that gave me something goosebumps, like, something like you're when describing. I turn it on, yeah, I must tell you, yeah, I get angry, yeah, yeah. And as you're saying that, I'm picturing Snooker flying off the top of the cage and Backlund rolling out of the way. And you're right. When you put it that way, a lot of today's wrestling is embarrassing compared <laughs> compared to. <laughs> My God, compared to that pinnacle. And, bro, I respect you, your yeah. knowledge. Because you, listen, yeah. you never have an agenda. You really never do. No. I try um, my best not to. I really don't. And if I, I like it, I like it. The sport. Hell, I loved Nakamura and was watching New Japan way before the rest of these people jumped on the bandwagon. And trust me, it was way before. And when you mean these people, we're talking you know. about the pro wrestling experts of out there, course. not the people watching this show, of not people watching other shows. Oh, we're talking about, about the no, experts. Pro, they're watching this show, and you know what they're doing? They're warming up their fingers. Here we go. Here we go. So uh, the WWE put out a tweet after viewing nearly a thousand records. Our data shows that Monday, WWE Raw, Braun Strowman became the first superstar in history to compete in a televised singles, tag team, and handicap match on the same night. Hmm. Thoughts? Uh, You know, I wanted to ask you something regarding Braun Strowman and, 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 and the heavyweight title picture and everything else. Is it just me... Or is Monday Night Raw every week lately the same exact show as it was the week before? It seems to be doing the same exact things. The the, the no finishes, the DQs, the nonsense. I feel like it's Monday Nitro. This is what's really bought. And okay, thank you for saying that. Isn't this supposed to be the time of year? You know how I remember the, after WrestleMania it was very exciting because they'd blast into the new season with the new program and stuff. Are we really about to get Lashley versus McIntyre? Versus Strowman. This is where we're going with this. Monday Night Raw is hurting right now, man. And I will say I will say it. I mean, Monday Night Raw is awful right now. I'm not into it. Randy is trying to save it. Whatever Randy... By the way, Team RK, bro. Yo, bro. It's a good deal. That is fantastic. Glad you said that. Please work with that. And don't end it next week. Don't have Randy attack him next right. week. Build that. Right. And even let them win the belts. Let them win the tag belts. 
You know, build that, build that, get towards SummerSlam. Give us a story. Because those two guys together, Randy is so, ugh, like one way, and, and Riddle's so over the top. They're great together. Can't you see it? Off, Run off with subject, that. Modern Day War is asking, can you guys interview Don Morocco? He's doing lots of interviews later tomorrow. <sighs> Go ahead, Mike, Tell you answer that. No, you answer that one. So, you're, Modern, you're... I got to tell you, growing up, Don yeah. Morocco was my favorite wrestler. That's why you're answering that one. So, Don go. Morocco, myself, the Pharaoh, were discussing him coming on the show. It was a set, blah, blah, blah. And there seemed to be <laughs> another... I'm going to call them podcasters. They're podcasters. We're broadcasters. The reason why we say we're broadcasters is because we're on television. Right. This is a television show. That's right. Which happens to be streaming on YouTube. Of course. That's why we try not to call ourselves podcasters. Right. There was another podcaster who got involved, and he started causing problems between Morocco and myself. Okay. Again, I always... Look, everybody knows how much I love Morocco. Oh, yeah. But Morocco pulled out of the interview. Why? Don't know. But he pulled out literally the day before the interview. Okay? I didn't promote it because it was up in the air, and then it was decided he was going to do it. Mm -hmm. And I would have told tell you guys, as much as I love Morocco, as much as you love Morocco, right. you guys would have loved that interview. Yep. You would have loved it. Yep. Um, yep. Mr. Morocco decided to, to pull out. Now he's doing interviews with other people because he's friends with so-called other podcaster mm -hmm. who's not a fan of ours. Fine. Get it? Okay. So, Modern Day War, as much as I'd love to have Demont, Don Morocco on, I don't think it's going to happen anytime right. soon. Right. And we don't chase anybody. So, fuck off. No? Yeah, fair enough. There you go. Can't disagree. You know? but, uh, but thanks for asking the question. It's the, you know, the fellow who wrote in, and I would love to be able Modern to. Modern Day War. Yeah, I would love to. Modern Day War, I'd love to have Don Morocco. I want to get Modern Day Warrior. I want to get Morocco in for you. Thank you. You said that for a long because time. I've been saying this forever because Valentine was my guy, and we got Valentine way back, and I was so thrilled because Valentine's my favorite. So if, if anyone you know? doesn't know out there, it's very cutthroat out there. Absolutely. I think man. we're respectful to every podcaster or broadcaster out there. Right. You might think I'm not respectful of Dave Ledica, but I have to be honest with you. Dave, if he's not going to be a professional and he's going to just softball everything, I lose respect. And right. I'm, going to, I'm going to start saying how I feel. Right. And if I had him on right. the show interviewing him, right. I would tell him right. that you're not doing your job. You're not giving the fans what they want. You're giving the fans to help you. And for those folks at home, who, and I, I, sometimes I envy you guys uh, that just watch his fans because, trust me, this, this business is so backstabbing sometimes. You don't want to know half the shit that goes on here. You might find your heroes to not be so heroic. <laughs> well, before going to commercial, Modern Day War says, uh, Morocco just did an interview with some English idiot, no name, LOL. <laughs> ah, oh, that's right. Cheerio. So tell us, John, how's the surfing going? Hello, Don. I'm only 14 years old, but I'm going to tell you about the history. I'm really bad. You know what's history of wrestling? You know what's better than Budweiser? Milk, because that's all I can drink. That's all I'm allowed to drink. I'm 14. So, Don, let me ask you a question. Jimmy Snooker seemed to be very crazy. What were your thoughts? I said he was crazy, and I wouldn't want to be around him. I'm 14, mind you. He's been dead. Well before I was coming out of my mommy's womb, but I, you know, I want to know because I'm going to tell you, Don, what it's all about. Could you do us a fiver, mate, and tell us about Morocco's armpits? What? I don't know, man. I don't know. I can't take it anymore, too. And, and, and what's with half these people out there who think that we're interviewing the Pope? You guys better show some more respect. <laughs> you, you guys are obnoxious and annoying. 
You mean we're talking to them like they're people? Well, all I want to say... That's what we're doing. I'm we're very, upset, I'm like very upset with Maria Davis now because I love 350 Days and you said it was terrible. I'm sorry, Maria. That wasn't very nice. What happened? Maria Davis... She did something. not. Did she? What if Maria, she's getting you in trouble. What if she... All right, we take a quick commercial break and we're going <laughs> to talk about some upcoming events and send you all on your way. And we're on our way. M&J Video Games and Collectibles. Sport and non-sport cards... Wrestling items, autographed items. We buy, sell, and trade. M&J Video Games and Collectibles, located at 1049 Queen Street, Southington, Connecticut. Call us at 1-860-479-9223 or 860-93-GAMES. M&J Video Games and Collectibles. And APB, American Protection Bureau, voted number one best on Long Island for all your security needs. Call 631-390-9050. That's 631-390-9050. APB. Jimmy, I gotta take a dump. What? No. I mean, I need a dumpster. (sighs) Well... For all those needs, you need to call Big V Dumpster Rental, Long Island, New York, 631-900-DUMP. Hmm. All right, welcome back to Long Island's number one pro wrestling broadcast, Monte Nefaro, seen every Thursday, produced at Indie Music TV and Ron Konkama. So, Farrow, next Thursday, May 6th, we have SWE Executive Mr. James Beard in studio. Thoughts about that, sir? Sweet. Uh, you know, I, I do believe he was also a, a WCW referee, too. On, on WCW, WCCW. WCCW, yes, yeah. you know. Dude, I'm really excited to talk to someone in New Kerry. You know how much I love Devon Eric. I'm excited Bates. to talk to somebody who's actually doing something old school with his product. Yeah. I like it. I, I know, you're a fan I of it. I like it. I know. So I am psyched. And this, this is isn't us... Brown nosing because we're going to ask legitimate no, questions. Of course, like I'm going to ask him, like, "Hey, our boy Andrew Anderson's not getting enough push." Yeah, let's we're going to be let's all get him up the card. Damn yeah, straight. Let's go have him pounding people into the pavement. Don't treat our man Andrew like that. That's right, Monty DeFaro all over that. Crap. Need to reinforce that opinion. On May eighth, we've got two events at eleven a.m. We have ECW legend Mr. Bill Alfonso hey, in the studio. What is that? I love I love Fonzie. You're a big Fonzie fan. Dude, I'm a Rob Van Dam maniac. What do you t- I love Fonzie. Dude, I might just oh, have to job, sit Daddy. back as you just have your way oh, with Mr. My Alfonso. Oh, God. Have my way? Uh, You're making this sound a little weird. In a non-wrestling event, Indie really? Music Studios at 2 p.m. has an afternoon of love and laughter with the world-famous uh, psychic, Miss Winterbrook. Okay. Uh, Winter will be... Uh, Making readings along with her partner, who draws the actual image that she's making readings oh, on. Oh, jeez! Um, you could go to www. Well, my wife says stop doing that, but you could go to indiemusictv.com and you could purchase tickets. I think they're only twenty dollars. <laughs> so for people that want to maybe have lost a loved one, right? We were just talking earlier. Mon and Day Warrior said about ghosts in yeah. Roddy Piper's yeah, house, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. Um, you know, maybe if you lost a loved one, you could get a reading, and maybe they draw a picture of your loved one. That'd be fantastic. Wow. Yeesh. Um, Modern Day Warriors says my YouTube name is because uh, Modern Day Warriors is because of Kevin Von Erich, my favorite wrestler. Dude, I love the Von Erichs, man. Oh, oh my yeah. God. I love them. And here's a good one. And there's going to be more people will be adding on. Um, but, but on June 5th right now, signed for 5 p.m. This is a, a strange one, but we had to have them. 
Jules Strongbow that's in the nice, studio, nice dude. Catch. What I, do you think about Jules Strongbow? I think that's a that's a gem of a catch. You know, you're talking about the Strongbow brothers back in the day. Chief J and Jules. Boy, I hated Jules. Boy, did we. Oh, because they were going against the bad guys we liked. Yeah. 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 That's, I'm, that's, I'm a little excited about it, dude. We I think should it's be. be that's, fun. Dude, that's that little window that occurred, you know, from the early 80s. He's part of that. But that's just if awesome. you go, guys looking at the banner there, it looks like Farrow hasn't got the uh, hasn't got the message about being PC as he's wearing a, a feather and he's smoking a peace pipe. <laughs> dude, I don't care about the feather in the peace pipe. I've got a Redskins jersey on. We're having a distinguished guest, Jules Strongbow, and a certain artist. How you doing out there, Jeff? Puts me in a Redskins jersey. Have you read the news lately? Farrow's what the frig? I didn't ask for that. Now everybody goes, oh, Farrow's a racist. Thanks a lot. <laughs> Thanks, and you're laughing. This is my partner. He's laughing. Oh, you know? oh my God. This guy's unbelievable. I love doing this and what show. What am I not supposed to be doing? You said before, I'm not supposed to be doing something. When I said, geez, that's different. Uh, what am I not supposed to be doing? I don't know. Oh, man. you're not supposed to I've be doing something. I've lost my track. And, you know, before we get out of here, right? I want to remind everybody, please uh, pick up Matt Memories by our man, I John that Alexander Rezzi. That was great. Uh, fantastic read. What Unfortunately, an I life. caught COVID. We had to cancel our interview, yeah. but he's going to be back in a couple of weeks. I We're going to have so. him in studio. So uh, That works. We'll, uh, I love that book. And I'll guess what? I'll guess what? I'm going to ask him a couple of tough questions, too, like how bad is 350 days? Ooh, I'm sure he'll tell you. You think he'll be honest? I think he will. All right. I think I think that's how he's lived his life. I think he'll say it exactly how he thinks. If you didn't know it, this is Long Island's number one pro wrestling broadcast, Monty Nefaro, seen only here out of Indie Music TV. Catch us on the Monty Nefaro YouTube page, the Monty Nefaro Facebook Live page. Hear us on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Anchor. Catch us on New York Cable, every channel, 115 every Tuesday from 7 to 7.30, and every Saturday from 6.30 to 7 a.m. You know, I got that timer on. I think it's 6 a.m. to 6.30. I got to get my shit straight. All right. Channel 20, 1.30 to 2 a.m. So again, next week, we have... Mr. James Beard, we're going to talk Kerry Von Erich, we're going to talk Von Erichs, we're going to talk Freebirds, Jimmy Jam Garvin, Bruiser Brody, Texas Wrestling, and Texas Wrestling, and we're going to get down to the bottom why Andrew Anderson isn't their champion. That's right. And the Blood Hunter is. Blood Hunter. I hate the Blood Hunter. The blood parting, hunter. parting, uh, parting news, sir. There, Farrell. Parting words. Uh, nothing much other than thanks once again for letting us come into your living rooms. We enjoy it. Uh, Wait a minute, immensely. this can't be right. We can't cut off right now. What happened? The Jets just traded back up to the fifteenth pick, so they went from twenty-three to fifteen. To fifteen. Well, this, you're really getting this, excited. Well, you tell you what, that's a good move, Joe. By Joe. Thank you for the update. I wonder who he's going to take. Wow, we gotta run out to the car. I gotta, I gotta hit the Modern radio. Day Warriors says Kerry Von Erich was only missing one foot. <laughs> Wait a minute, him and Marty together make a two make feet? One foot? No, I think Marty got his shit. Repaired. All right, they, parting words. They put, they put, they put, they put the the foot back on Marty. Yep. Really, very interesting. Well, folks, until next week when we bring in SWE Fury's James Beard, owner and promoter. You've been watching Monty and the Pharaoh. Later. <laughs>